friends, I am super excited about today's conversation because I love marriage. I love being married. I love being a marriage therapist. I am passionate about marriage and passionate about Christians having great marriages. My friends, God wants us to be holy. He also wants us to be happy. He wants us to find joy and passion and fun and connection and intimacy in our marriages. So I am really excited for today's conversation because we are going to be talking through 12 tips to spice up your marriage outside of the bedroom. Yeah, that's right. We're not going to be talking about the actual act of marriage. We're going to be talking about intimacy, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual tips that can build our intimacy in the day-to-day of life, which are, spoiler alert, going to get you more excited to go into the bedroom with your hubby if you know what I'm saying. So I'm really excited for this conversation. I love being a marriage therapist, not only because the marriage relationship is foundational to the family unit and to the biblical picture of Christ's relationship with the church, but because it's fun. It is really meaningful to watch a husband and a wife come together, work through their issues and rebuild trust or hope or joy, or passion, or or whatever it is that they've been lacking, to watch that come back into a marriage is incredibly powerful. But I know, as a marriage therapist, and I think we all know, just in life in general, we enjoy things a lot more if we can prevent the problems in the first place. Okay, so friends, you might be struggling in your physical relationship with your husband, and that might be something that you need to to work on. And actually, in just a minute, I'm going to share my recommended resource for building that physical relationship, or I should say, rebuilding, reconnecting, enjoying again, that physical relationship. But so often we get stuck thinking about the bedroom and what's happening or what's not happening and we're tired and life is busy and all we want is chocolate and a bubble bath (laughs) when in reality what we really want is to connect with our husband with this person who is our closest life mate for for life (laughs) I don't know I feel like I should have a big thing there we want to feel close with our husband our life partner, our our mate. And so, yes, I have a resource that I will suggest if you are struggling with enjoying the physical relationship of your marriage. But today, I'm excited to share some of these tips, 12 tips to spice up your marriage that can happen in the normal busyness of life, that can connect you with your guy so that when you do have a chance to head into the bedroom and enjoy some close physical time together, You're ready for that. You're emotionally ready for that. You're excited for that. And you can enjoy that. So let me circle back to that resource. If you are struggling right now to enjoy the sexual relationship in your marriage, I would fully recommend Sheila Gregoire and her books and her digital courses. She's kind of known as like the Christian sex lady. She's funny. She's vulnerable um, and she's Christ centered. So there's a link in the show notes if you want to check out the courses that Sheila offers. Um, She's very relatable and she really dives deep into helping a wife and a husband actually enjoy 
the physical intimacy in their marriage. So if the details of what's happening in the bedroom are your big issue, check out Sheila Gregoire. You won't regret it. She is wonderful. But I do hope as well that our tips today are going to be meaningful for you, help you connect so that you want to invest in that that sexual intimacy with your husband. Um, And I'll point you to another resource as well, a free 10-point conflict resolution checklist that we offer at Love Your People Well, because I know sometimes conflict can really make us not want to get intimate with our husbands. And so if that is a struggle for you, if conflict is your issue, check out that link in the show notes as well for that freebie, because that will be a great resource for you. With all that in mind, my friends, I'm excited for this conversation, but I want us to hit pause because I want to also make sure you are aware that starting next week, we are kicking off our 50th episode celebration. And I can hardly believe it's next week. Like, how did this happen? But that's what happens when you have a celebration. It's a little longer than the actual event itself. But starting next week, we are launching the podcast review giveaway. And I will have all the details. I'll have a special bonus episode on Monday, kind of announcing how you enter and what are you going to get and all the things. But I want it to be on your radar screen because I'm really excited about the gift package that we've put together for this, specifically designed to help you love God, yourself, and your family. So we've got a She Reads Truth Bible. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's God's word. We've got one of my all-time favorite marriage books, which is Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. He's got all of them. He's got Sacred Parenting. And my husband and I read through his book, Sacred Search, when we were dating and engaged. But we're zeroing in on the marriage. Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. I've also got a book in there by Ted and Amy Cunningham. He's a pastor and a comedian. And he's got this great book called Come to the Family table about slowing down to enjoy food and each other and Jesus. And if you want that deep family life, this is a great resource for that. And then we're kicking off the, or maybe not kicking off, we're wrapping up that gift package with a coffee gift card because everybody needs that pumpkin spice latte. It's October. Go enjoy it. Dig into the Bible, dig into some really helpful and engaging books to bless your marriage and your family. All of this can be yours, my friend, with the podcast review giveaway. So all the details will be there next week. Just uh, be aware that leaving a review for the podcast is going to enter you in this giveaway. You might win this gift package. Get excited, friends. And then that's going to go on for a week. We finish up the 50th episode celebration, um, actually the day after the 50th episode, on Wednesday, the 27th, mark your calendar, Wednesday, October 27, 2021, we are having our first totally free live workshop inside the private Facebook group, addressing the question of how can we stay calm and connected to our people when life is driving us crazy. When our emotions are getting high, how do we stay calm? How do we stay connected with our people and not get lost in the frustration or the anger or all those hard emotions? So I know this is going to be really practical with a lot of biblical encouragement in there. So all you have to do is join our private Facebook group. That link is in the show notes. You can join right now today. You don't need to wait. And then you will get a personal invitation to join us on the 27th 
for our free workshop, How to Stay Calm and Connected When the World is Driving You Crazy. So that 50th episode celebration, it's coming up quickly, friends. I wanted to make sure you're in the know so you can join us in the giveaway. You can join us at the workshop. But with all of that in mind, set it to the back. Set it to the back, friends. Get in gear. We are going to dive in to our 12 tips to spice up your marriage outside of the bedroom. All right, you ready, friends? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. So I already mentioned in the introduction, my friend, that I am a marriage therapist, and I always like to start these episodes with a quick disclaimer, because this podcast is not therapy. Nothing I'm suggesting is specific personal advice to you, your marriage, your family, and there is a link in the show notes answering a lot of really common questions um, if you are thinking about pursuing marriage counseling or any other type of counseling. Check out that link. It'll be a really helpful resource for you as well as, of course, that link that I already mentioned for Sheila Gregoire and her books and courses. Um, She has a blog, all of her material specifically about sex in marriage, the physical relationship. We are going to start with physical intimacy, but outside of the bedroom. Okay, so here are three ideas that in my experience as a marriage therapist are really helpful for boosting your overall intimacy in your marriage. Number one is to use physical touch. Now, this is non-sexual touch, but physically touching each other in the course of your normal life. So this might be holding hands, rubbing his back, ruffling his hair. If you're sitting together on the couch, press your knee against his knee. All of those little things that you do. I mean, if you think back to when you were dating, the first time you held hands, the first time your knees bumped under the table, like you probably got that little thrill, that little like emotional spark. That doesn't typically feel the same after you've been married for eight years and you've seen each other throw up and you've changed a billion poopy diapers. Like we tend to lose some of that thrill. But that non-sexual, like everyday life physical touch is really helpful for maintaining intimacy in your marriage. Tip number two, when he talks to you, when your husband is talking to you, put down the phone or whatever it is, turn off the technology and turn your body, physically turn your body or at least your face toward him and make eye contact. So this is a physical intimacy tip to use your body language to show that you are paying attention. And this doesn't necessarily just mean a big conversation, like we're going to sit down and have a date night. Yes, please look him in the eye on your date night. But even when he just is telling you a little story about work or a funny thing that the dog did or whatever it is, put down whatever's distracting you, look at him and turn your body physically toward him. That creates a connection in the moment, a physical connection. And tip number three, thinking about physical intimacy, is to connect verbally. Specifically, I'm thinking things like find opportunities to laugh together. 
and say his name and to use some of that. I'm thinking about this physically because laughter is a physical sensation, right? You can kind of feel it rumbling in your stomach. It's You feel it in your throat and in your mouth. Um, saying someone's name typically catches their attention. It like it, I don't want to say it pierces your heart. (laughs) This is not the first time you've met. You've been married to this guy for a while, but it does have kind of that spark that it hits us when we can share a moment together laughing, when we can share a moment together connecting intimately, saying each other's name, or if you have a special nickname for each other, connect verbally. And if you can connect this with tip number two, like you're you're face to face, you're making eye contact and you're laughing together or you're sitting together on the couch, your knees are touching, you're leaning on each other and you're laughing at some comedy that you're watching, that um, connection together is really meaningful. So let's recap these three tips for physical intimacy outside of the bedroom that are going to boost your marriage. Number one, to use non-sexual touch in your everyday life, holding hands, rubbing his back, things like that. Number two, whenever possible, if he's talking to you, certainly if you're having a big conversation, put down the technology, turn your body toward him and make eye contact. And then tip number three, laugh together, say his name, um, engage each other verbally throughout the course of your normal life. Okay, let's talk now about emotional intimacy. Tip number one, Find a new time or a new way on a daily basis to say, I love you. And I I literally mean say it, my friends, say it out loud, say it directly to him. If you can make eye contact, like make this a personal connection. It will take, I'm going to estimate 2.3 seconds of your day to look at your husband and say, I love you. And the more that you can do that at like surprising moments of the day, you might always say it when he's leaving for work. Hey, honey, I love you. Have a great day. That's fine. You don't need to stop that. But adding in like a new, it's outside of our routine opportunity to specifically verbalize, I love you, is going to boost your intimacy. It's going to connect you together. Tip number two, thinking about emotional intimacy, is to keep a running list of what you love about your husband, his character, his values, his personality, what he does, anything about him. And then every day, set yourself a little challenge to tell him, compliment him on at least one item on that list. So you are purposefully complimenting him, encouraging him on a daily basis. Now, what happens if he finds that list one day? Who cares? It's a list of all of his wonderful qualities. You could probably write that into a letter and it'd be like the world's best Valentine's Day gift. Nothing wrong with having it written down. And then when you're frustrated or you're super busy or you're stressed or the kids are driving you crazy, you don't have to think about it. You can just pull it out and find an opportunity to say, oh my gosh, babe, you are so funny. And you can genuinely compliment him because you've already identified this as something you love about him. Tip number three for emotional intimacy is to be vulnerable, my friend. And this is so hard for a lot of wives. You may have had the really common experience, you know, you're upset about something and he's saying, hey, honey, what's wrong? And we respond with, oh, nothing, or it's not a big deal, or I don't want to talk about it. But my friend, if we can be vulnerable in that moment and answer honestly and say, I'm just really stressed out right now, or 
Um, I just don't feel that great. I got cramps right now. It's that time of the month. Whatever it is, be honest. If something's wrong, tell him. If you're excited about something, tell him. And if you don't know, like you're feeling something, but you don't have the words to explain it yet, just tell him that. I don't know how to talk about this, but I am feeling really down today. Or, you know, I'm really angry about this. I don't think I can have the conversation right now, but thank you for asking what's wrong. Find some way to respond honestly and genuinely to those type of questions. So these are some emotional intimacy tips. Get creative and frequent with saying I love you. Keep a running list of what you love about him and tell him, give him a compliment, a specific compliment every day. And be vulnerable and honest. Tell him not only what you're feeling, but why you're feeling it and try to be honest if he's asking you what's wrong or he's offering to help or or whatever the situation might be. Okay, friends, let's talk about mental or intellectual intimacy. And this is a big area we don't often think about in our marriage. We think about the physical, we think about the emotional, but we sometimes overlook the power and the importance of our connecting intellectually. This doesn't mean you have to be like an academic person. It doesn't matter if you hate to read. It doesn't matter if you never look at the news. You are a person who thinks, and he is a person who thinks. You each have hobbies, you each have interests. And if you're not sharing that with each other, that's kind of that mental connection, intellectual connection, then you're missing a big part of your marriage. So here are three tips to build that mental or intellectual intimacy in your marriage. Number one, ask him specific questions about the things that he's interested in. So if he loves football and you could care less about football, once in a while, watch a game with him, ask him some questions, let him teach you something about whatever it is, whether you're interested or not, because he is interested. And that's going to build that intellectual intimacy. Tip number two, find a shared hobby, something that you can both enjoy This doesn't need to take a ton of time or be super complicated. Even just finding a TV show that you both enjoy, a podcast that you both enjoy, something that you can share the experience together. And then that gives you a lot to talk about afterward because you were both there. You both heard the funny jokes. You both heard the uh, ridiculous thing that was going on and you can talk about it later. Tip number three, have a five minute conversation every day about something outside of like family life. Not talking about the calendar, not talking about the kids necessarily. Have a, in five minutes, you know, that's not some golden rule. Just have a conversation every day about something that's outside of your family life. Maybe that's a dream for the future. Maybe that's a funny story that one of you heard. Maybe it's something going on in the news or with your in-laws or a funny memory from childhood anything you want that's not just focused on, oh, hey, we need to get an oil change. When are we going to get that done? Or, oh, I got this call from the teacher. Yes, you need to have those updates with each other, but you also want to check in with kind of the bigger picture of life. So these three tips, let's recap for intellectual intimacy. Ask him questions about things he's interested in. Find a shared hobby and have a five minute conversation every day about something that's bigger than or outside of your everyday family life. And now my friends, let's talk about spiritual intimacy, how to build spiritual intimacy in your marriage. 
And I want to pause before giving my tips here to connect this back, like we started this episode, connect this back to the physical connection, your sex life, your intimacy in that area of your marriage. If you are connecting spiritually with the man that God has given you, I mean, scripture tells us the two have become one. Out of two, we now have one flesh. There is clearly a physical bonding that is going on there within the marriage relationship. But if we exclude God from the rest of our relationship, if we just are going through the motions every day, we're too busy to talk about God, we're too uncomfortable to talk about our spiritual lives, you're missing a huge part of what God intends for your marriage. So these tips are certainly not the end of the line, but hopefully they would be some ideas for what spiritual intimacy can look like in your marriage. And I'm going to try to get specific in these, okay, because they... At first glance, they're really general, but I want to give some specific ideas. So tip number one is to pray together, right? Okay, that's big. That's broad. What does that look like? A specific tip here would be to get to purchase a book um, that outlines prayers for your children and to pray through that together. That would mean you don't have to come up with the words all on your own. You can just flip to whatever today's topic is and one of you can read the text out loud. And you can always add in beyond that, but that can be a really great jumping off point to pray together for your kids. Hopefully, you can also be praying together about your marriage, about your jobs, about everything else going on in life, but that might be a good starting place. Tip number two is to attend church together and sing during the worship time. And this might be something I would need to talk to your husband about a little more directly because typically men are less likely to sing uh, or at least to sing loudly and robustly during a church service. There's a lot of reasons for that. My husband is a worship leader and this is one of those soapboxes that he can get on very quickly. So I'm not saying to harass your husband if he's not singing. You can't control him. That's between him and the Lord. But you can stand next to him and you can hold his hand and you can sing loudly, even if you think you have the worst voice in the world. But to attend church together and sit together and worship the Lord together builds spiritual intimacy. And tip number three for spiritual intimacy is to talk about your spiritual experiences together. And this would require that at least one of you, but hopefully both of you, are having regular times with the Lord. You're reading the Bible yourself. You're thinking about things yourself. You're praying on your own, you know, wrestling through things with God. And then you can talk about that together. But a lot of couples, they, for some reason, well, there's a lot of reasons, but a lot of couples fall short in thinking of each other as a brother and sister in Christ. And the Bible is full of commands and encouragements about how we should treat our brothers and sisters in Christ. We are a family of believers and therefore we forgive each other and we are compassionate toward each other and we are kind to each other and we help each other. And somehow we get home at the end of the day and we fail to think that we need to do that in our family relationships. And that could not be further from the truth. This man who you are married to, assuming you're both Christians, he is your brother in Christ. He is a child of God. His father is your 
father, your heavenly father. And so we want to build that comfort sharing our spiritual lives together, encouraging one another. Now, if you don't feel comfortable yet, or there are things going on in your marriage where you can't talk very openly about confession or accountability, or, oh, I was struggling with this, or, oh, I heard the Lord speak to me about this issue, you can read scripture together. Even if that's just, we're both sitting on the couch, and he's playing on his phone with some app, and I'm reading scripture out loud. He's still in the room. Like, that's obviously a very early starting point. But talking together about your spiritual experiences goes a long way to build that intimacy in your relationship. And I have actually an entire episode about devotional time within a marriage. That is, let me look, back at episode 12, I shared six creative ideas for building devotional time into your marriage. So you might want to hop back to episode 12, or um, if you even, even right here, you look in the show notes for this episode, you'll find the link to my website. I have a, like, I guess kind of a blog page, like a full episode highlights and recommended resources for every single episode of the podcast. Um, And on that webpage, I always link to other episodes that might be related to the topic. And so episode 12 will be highlighted right there. Um, So that might be an additional resource when you think about spiritual intimacy. So let's recap all together, my friends. Um, First and foremost, if you are struggling in the sex part of your marriage, the physical intimacy, check out the resources offered by Sheila Gregoire because she is great and she is biblically sound um, and you'll find her really encouraging and very affordable if you want to do one of her courses. Um, And they're digital, you know, nobody needs to know that you're taking a class about intimacy. But the specific tips that we want to recap today that are outside of the bedroom that on the surface look like they have nothing to do with your sex life. But let's be real. If you follow these tips, you're going to feel closer to your husband. You're going to want to be physically closer with your husband and you're both probably going to enjoy that. Tips for physical intimacy, touch each other outside of the bedroom in kind of a normal everyday life way. Hold hands, rub his back, things like that. When he talks to you, put down the phone, turn to him, turn your body toward him and make eye contact and connect verbally, laugh together, say his name, those small little moments of connection throughout the day. For emotional intimacy, try to get creative and be really, really frequent with verbalizing, I love you. Keep a list of what you love about him and compliment him from that list every day. And be vulnerable and be honest. If he asks you what's wrong, you want to have a conversation about that and not shut yourself off from emotionally connecting with your husband. Three tips for mental intimacy or what might be called intellectual intimacy. Ask him questions about things he's interested in. Find a shared hobby and have a conversation every day about something that's just outside of your everyday family life something you're interested in, something you heard about, something you're angry about, something you're curious about, whatever it might be. And three tips for spiritual intimacy. Pray together. You can find plenty of books that might guide you through praying for your kids, um, among other things. Worship together, attend church, hold hands, sing the songs, worship the Lord while you are physically together. And talk about the Bible and your spiritual experiences. Have conversations about what the Lord is doing in your personal lives 
And that's going to go a long way in blessing your marriage. So friends, I hope that at least one of these ideas is hitting home for you. And that's your action step. Just walk away and try it out. And then you can hop right into the Facebook group. The link for that is in the show notes. Also, if you haven't joined the group yet, you are missing out. But hop in and let us know, hey, we found a shared hobby. We're going to watch this ridiculous show on Netflix and it's going to be awesome. And we're going to cheer with you and we're going to be excited for you. And so share with us which of these tips is most exciting for you, most helpful for you, which one it is that you're going to walk away and try out this week to bless your marriage. All right, friends, please know that I am always praying for you, for our whole audience, for your marriage, for your kids, for your family. And I really hope and pray that you are investing in the intimacy within your marriage. It's so meaningful and it's so important. All right, friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.com.